Welcome to the Art of the Dive. Game week 18, finishing up right now. We're in the middle of the Tottenham-Everton game. I am getting absolutely slammed. It is really wonderful. I'm going to try my best to keep the energy up. Game week 19 right around the corner, coming up in just a couple days. The Festivus period is in full swing, and today is officially Festivus, December 23rd. Happy Festivus, Jake. How are you, buddy? Yeah, I don't think I could be much worse. So, you know, but uh, I'll, I'll, keep, I'll keep the energy up. I'll try to stay as positive as I can, you know? Yeah, you want to you talk about it, or...? Uh, I mean, I I just think uh, every player that's basically done well this week outside of a bomb man is not on my team on, and on everybody else's FPL teams. So. Except my team. Okay. Except your team, yeah. Right. Our teams are kind of similar-ish, so I mean, yeah. that makes some sense, but yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll get to exactly how our teams are doing. I, um, I'm going to save that one in the back pocket because it's almost amazing how badly my team is doing this year. At this you moment, mean this, at this you moment, mean this week, yeah, this game this, week, this game week, yeah. yeah, it's uh, yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it in the back pocket for now because I'm having a hard time being being excited about doing this pod right now, uh, because of how bad my team is doing. I know that, I know that somebody, I don't remember who it was, uh, but somebody had that in their grievance last week. Like managers only come out of the woodwork when they have good game weeks, and so I'm trying to remember that. Still got to deliver the pod. Still got to be ready to rock, but uh, I'm not feeling good. Yeah, we gotta we gotta deliver the news to the people. Don't do what we do. So yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's and let's start. Let's start kind of with just something that I didn't even put on our sheet, but it was just something that I I kind of talked about um, on Twitter with a few people, and and that was kind of like the trajectory of your team. And so I think a lot of people imagine success in FPL basically coming game week after game week so they kind of imagine this like if you had like a graph this this positive kind of linear line that's that your game week is or game week to game week you're continuing to get a better rank and a better rank and a better rank but the reality of it is uh, and I'm telling myself this because I want to smash my computer and not play FPL anymore the reality of it is um, it's much more of a squiggly line than that uh, it's not linear. You have very terrible game weeks um, often, uh, but but the thing to focus on is that you have to have stamina emotionally and mentally and sticking to your plan, uh, and then you can have gains in your overall rank. Would you agree with that? I I would agree. I feel like it kind of is like a, a graph that just kind of bounces up and down and tr- it trends, but yeah, definitely not a linear linear graph. For sure. Yeah, I've actually been looking. Um, my jumps have kind of been like in the last maybe ten or, or twelve game weeks. It's been like I have two, like an av- a bad game week or an average game week, then another bad or average game week, and then I have a really good game week. Then I then I go bad or average, bad or average, really really good, and that's been going on for um, about four cycles now. So last week I had kind of like an average game week. This week I had. I think, well, I'll talk about it more later, but I think the worst game week I've ever had playing FPL. And so what I'm hoping is that next game week, I kind of bounce back. Yeah, I, I hope so as well for, for both our sakes. Yeah. So. Uh, okay, so let's get into a couple 
kind of things about uh, what's coming up here. So with the Festivus period in full swing, uh, Jake and I chatted a little bit about when we're going to be potting. So today's the 23rd. Happy Festivus. Uh, And then we're going to pot again, I believe, next Sunday. So between now and the next time we pod, there will actually be two game weeks. Uh, I'm sorry to those that were hoping that we were going to pod midweek. Uh, it's just with with traveling and kind of weird work schedules and things like that. It's pretty tight for time for both of us. Uh, the podcast that we're doing next week is going to break the mold of what we normally follow. You know, normally we kind of do this like we chat in the beginning of the pod about kind of what's going on with the game week and some other topics, and and then we get into questions from people in the second half of the pod. Um, next week we're going to do a, a mid year pod. So the mid-year pod is going to do a couple things. First, we're going to kind of we're going to review like the first half of the year and some of the trends that we've seen. Uh, we're going to hand out a couple awards for people mid-year. Uh, by the way, we are taking suggestions for awards. Anything you can think of, funny, FPL related, non-FPL related, doesn't matter. Uh, so send those in Twitter or uh, theartofthedive at gmail.com. And then. Finally, we'll be covering uh, some strategies going into the second half of the year. So we'll talk a little bit about like when should you use that second wild card, chip usage, uh, strategies, things like that. So that's going to be next week's pod. It's going to be a little bit less like questions based from the listeners. And part of the reason for that is just because our schedules are kind of insane and we probably won't have as much time to put that stuff together. Uh, that's cool with you, right, Jake? Yep, that works for me. <clears throat> okay, cool. So let's just get into what's what, some of the bigger kind of questions that have come up in the pod. Um, TZ3 on Twitter uh, kind of pointed out this this idea that th- there's kind of like a thing in the FPL world that the, the Norwegians are really, really good at FPL. So he started doing a little bit of research. Um, and I had suggested to him, he was asking me like, oh, well, what should I be looking at? I had suggested the number of managers in the top 100K related to the total number of managers from that country. So basically like a percentage of managers that that make of, of your total managers that make it in the top 100K. And it does turn out that the Norwegian managers are very good. Uh, 4.67% of their managers are in the top uh, 100K. Pretty impressive. Uh, when we start looking at some other uh countries england only about two percent egypt a little over one usa about one and a half uh, serbia almost three percent so um kind of interesting uh in terms of of numbers there yeah kudos to norway and serbia for sure obviously yeah. we should have more of those people uh in our lives what do you mean those people jake well, like people from those countries that can maybe advise us on how to be better. Right. I mean, you're in the top 100K. I, right. I am not. Man, so you before, are a part. Before this goes of off 1%. the rails, before this goes off the rails, Jake, I'm just going to stop you right there. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's that's the kind of mood you're in, huh? <laughs> yeah, that's the kind of mood I'm in. Uh, so. Okay. Um, we did uh, we did kind of have a conversation on Twitter as well, just kind of like a, with some people about kind of what our pod is about, and and um, I'm going to share some of those thoughts on the next the next pod. We had talked about maybe doing it on this pod, but I think on the next pod is a good time to talk a little bit about like what we're we're our goal kind of is with this pod, um, and you know the the community that we're trying to build with it. So we'll we'll hold on that, Jake. Yeah. Okay, let's get into airing of grievances. It is officially Festivus, December 23rd. Uh, again, for those that don't know the Festivus traditions, um, 
I have my aluminum pole up in the house. It's much more economical than a Christmas tree. Uh, there's no tinsel because I don't like that. And pretty soon Jake and I will be doing feats of strength, which is when the two of us wrestle each other in the nude. That's a little twist I put on it. Uh, it with baby oil. Are you excited, Jake? Uh, no, not at all. Yeah. Why not? Uh, I, I just don't, I don't really enjoy wrestling, nor with being covered in baby oil or being naked doing those other two things. That's what the Greeks used to do. The, the, the Greco Roman wrestling. That's, that's, uh, yeah, Greeks I, and the Greeks and Romans did that. Yeah. I always found that interesting, <clears throat> but yeah. You have so. a problem with it or? No. No, it's just not something I find enjoyable. Well, you know what? It's happening because it's Festivus. So I'm flying to LA right now. I have about eight gallons of baby oil. And Can you carry that in on a plane? Oh, shit. <laughs> Can you imagine like trying to get through security? <laughs> uh, yeah, this guy's got eight gallons of baby oil. We're going to need to stop him right there. <laughs> yeah. They like tackle me. Yeah. But they can't grab me because I've got my body coated in baby oil. <laughs> so you make it all the way out of the plane. Yep. Once you're on uh, the plane. They try to pick you up and like get you out of the plane, but they just can't. They can't. Him. They're just like, all right, I guess we got to leave him. He's yeah. good to go. Uh, okay, so we're going to get into the area of grievances here. Uh, Virgin, FPL Virgin, says, uh, It really grinds my gears when high-profile FPL accounts have an awesome game week while the rest of us have a shitty one and they still whine about something really trivi- trivial like an assist from a player they almost brought in. Uh, I, I, I'm on board with that. Are you, Jake? I am also on board. I feel like that's going to be happening this week to me. So yep. Yeah, I, I mean, I've been really trying this year. Like I've had a couple moments where like I've had really good game weeks and you and I have made calls on the pod that like that's the player you should have and I really try not to do the I told you so thing with people um that's a pretty big thing though in the FPL community isn't it yeah I feel like it is you know it's very hard you can make the right call for one week but then for the next four uh it might not work out and it's like you kind of forget about that so first of all it's like how much are we really following our our picks and recommendations i mean i can't tell you what my recommendations were three weeks ago who knows so, <laughs> yeah unless you're actually like keeping really full track about it which maybe some people are but otherwise i feel like yeah it's not it's not appropriate to do that no, either I'll, way i'll so. tell you though jake people i think some people do keep track of the things we say like yeah, like people probably. will not often but once in a while on twitter people will be like will like call us on something like you said so and so but I thought this you know and like tr- try to kind of play like the gotcha game with us I don't yeah. know Som- yeah. sometimes I just like like it doesn't I guess it doesn't really bother me it kind of makes me laugh like if if you're listening to our pod to play gotcha like you need you need to go listen to a different podcast yeah probably so yeah. Okay. Nick Triggerlips followed up. Oh, by the way, Nick Triggerlips has a, a, a good podcast too. Anyone that's looking for another FPL podcast to, to add to your docket. But he said also how they complain about having a bad game week when really they're actually having a good one. These same people, when they do have an actual bad game week, just disappear. And we kind of talked about that as well. Uh, okay. Uh, Lone Wolf, game week 17, played Foster over Fab, one versus nine points. Game 18, played Fab over Foster. Two versus 11 points. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Current game week rank 
Ooh, 5.3 million. Doing worse than me. Nice. There are probably no questions that won't interest me on the next pod. Doing my walk of shame out of here now. <laughs> Damn, that's a good airing of grievance. Yeah, that is a very good very good one. Yeah. So. Cy, the fantasy guy, one final grievance of 2018, and his name is Callum Wilson. Fucking hate that guy, and he has already gone for Rashford, never owning him ever, ever two hours again hope you guys have a great holiday fantastic season of pods so far thanks Cy. uh yeah column has been frustrating lately hasn't he jake yeah i mean i haven't watched him i don't know if his underlying stats are good but i i feel like coming back from injury can always be difficult so uh arnie struggled with that where he was like playing with an injury and he just wasn't 100 percent. so i don't i don't know if that's the full problem i probably need to read into it a little bit more because my team is Honestly, I I thought I thought it was going to bang this week. Um it's still settled to me. I don't feel like I need to make a lot of changes even though I had a terrible game week, but he is one where I'm like I'm considering like what to do with him. So, yeah, especially with um and I we can maybe talk about this in more detail at some point, but especially with uh Ings and Jimenez at a lower price point but like similar returns. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to get into this like lateral move game with forwards, which I really don't want to do. Yeah. But yeah, Ings is Ings is fantastic. I mean, I need him back in my team ASAP. He wasn't there because of injury, which I think is fine. But three goals in two game weeks, it's you know on penalties. New manager staff for Southampton. I don't know if they'll keep it up, but hopefully they do. But he he's kind of like a must own. I feel or not must own. Oh, but there it goes. Careful. Yeah, now. he frees up just so many funds. Right. Right. Like it's I a, could increase a whole defender like up to Robertson with just going to him from Wilson. Right. So. You could say he's a must own, which you know I hate the absolutes. Right. But you could say he's a must own in terms of team structure. Right, like because of the amount of funds that he can free up to allow you to do other things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you wouldn't even have to play him every week as like a third striker in your side. So, okay, we're off on a tangent. Bringing it back, FPL Virgin has another grievance. My biggest grievance is, and he has some emojis in this, uh, but just imagine emojis that might go along with this. Fucking piece of shit, childish. Uh, another emoji of somebody being mad. Emoji filled. Line by line, another emoji person crying, game week updates. <laughs> Just fuck off, you fucking fucks. Wow, that is a lot of F-bombs. I Okay, sorry for those with kids in the car right now, okay? Seriously, FPL Virgin? You're not five years old. Stop slapping your two-inch member down on the table. No one is impressed. Grow up. I I guess I didn't realize that people were slapping their member on the table when they use emojis. Yeah. Also, can you really like slap a two-inch member? It's, I feel like it's more like like set or place. Yeah, that's true. Uh, two point. Oh, then followed that up with emoji game updates are annoying though. Jake has a David Silva like anaconda, and you don't see him slapping it down on the table when he smashes the game week. Yeah, that's true. I don't usually smash it down. I don't think that's appropriate. So the other thing is, Jake, what's what's not true there is your David Silva like a conda. That's so I, I'm I'm upset that you didn't you didn't highlight the first part of that. Oh, but maybe it like just like passed my mind. Also, did you happen to receive my gift yet? Uh, I sent it via the U.S. postal mail. 
Um, I, I just was wondering if like next week we're going to open our gifts or how that, how's that going to go? Yeah. So. Next week we're doing it next week during the, it's okay, that, good. cause that's, that'll be the, the holiday mid-year pod. All right. Yeah. Make sure you don't open it uh, until being on that. Pod, Did you actually so. send me something? Yeah, I sent it. So. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, that's good that you told me cause I'd like never check my mail. So that's good. Yeah, check your mail. Okay. All right. Also, I did tell 2.0 that you don't have an anaconda because I didn't want that false news to be out in the world. Uh, Brad Francis, our last our last one here. Uh, Laporte and Sterling, 7.7 million combined, have scored a combined 15 points over the last four game weeks. So they cost 17.7 mil, 15 points over the last four game weeks. Holy shit, I didn't realize it was that bad. That's Yeah, mar- Brad just opened my eyes right yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Oh, my God. That's less than Cardiff's Victor Camarasa at 4.6 million with 17 points over the same period. This is how my city assets have disappointed me this year. Festivus for the rest of us. Uh, I didn't realize it was that bad. I mean, I know City was not keeping cleans. Yeah, I guess I'm looking at Sterling has not scored much uh, over the last four game weeks. Damn. Yeah, I, I mean, the, the Man City thing we should we should talk about. Doesn't have to be right now, but we really need to talk about it. Well, let's just talk about it right now. Why not? Okay. Uh, so yeah. it's it's interesting. Our, our buddy, uh, who we, we cite a lot on the pod, um, Real Life Jim. Um, has has basically gone with um, just one city player, and I kind of gave him a hard time for it. Like, why would you not have players from the top sor- scoring side? And he was upset because we didn't give him good credit on Ings last week. So I will give him credit on that. Basically, his thought process was that, especially in the midfield, there's so much rotation to kind of like avoid that problem. You just stay away from the players. And I don't know if he, like, identified that their back line was not that strong. I mean, he does have stones, I guess, but he brought him in when he was super cheap um, and kind of was, like, okay with benching him. So I don't know, like, what is the move with City Assets? Well, again, this is where we disagree with our friends. Personally, I think the biggest problem is that Kuhn is out, and I think that we are failing to address that with man city like we're like oh they're still really good but like you just you need that center forward presence every team that's doing well in the league has that except maybe maybe chelsea's team with with the way they play um so i think that's a big part of it but I am a little bit concerned that maybe having serling and sane at the prices that they're at is just it's too much with all these other mid-priced midfielders doing so, so well. Um, I guess it's just like maybe spread out the love a little bit. Tottenham are clicking. You know, Man United might be back now. I, I don't know. It's a little early, but putting five goals in against anyone's always a good show. And, and Arsenal <laughs> oh, have been Jake? scoring a lot of goals. So, yeah, I mean, their Arsenal's midfield is, is crap. Like, no one scores from their midfield, but... Um, there's just a, so many midfielder options this year. It feels way different than last year to me. Yeah, so. trust the Pogsess actually wrote in. I've heard City is a quote bad team without Aguero. Not just worse, which is true, but bad thoughts. Yeah, trust the Pogsess. I think that's a little. I well, think that's a little intense, but well, trust the Pogsess is a, a buddy of ours who's actually I think trying to troll you, Jake. 
on this question because you had commented on that earlier. The interesting part, though, is he wrote this question in before the City match and then City uh, City lost the game without Aguero. Yeah, so, I mean, obviously we're not like... I mean, maybe I was a little harsh by saying bad, but when you lose at home to Crystal Palace and give up three goals, I wouldn't say you're good. So <laughs> that's how I would respond to that that yeah. uh, little troll. Yeah, so. I think that's fair. Okay, uh, let's get into our teams. We won't do the League Dive leaderboard because the Spurs-Everton game is going on still. We will update that next week because there will be a lot of movement between this game week, the midweek games, and then next weekend's games. So that will be interesting to see kind of where people are standing kind of at the half, roughly the halfway point of the season. Uh, So let's get into our teams. Uh, I mean, right now, the average overall is about 48 i think and the top 1k average is about 43 so this is another actually the second time this year uh where we've had this weird thing where the top 1k is uh scoring below the average which is very unusual um especially at this point in the year i i mean i know it happens but it's not super common um, of course, this is without the Spurs-Everton game, and now we have you know goals from Kane, goal and an assist from Son, and those are relatively highly owned players at this point. Uh, so let's get started. Jake, do you want to kind of talk a little bit about the mess of a team that you have, or should I start? Uh, I can start. I just feel like everyone hit the post this week and couldn't score. I mean... Terrible returns from City. Sterling, Sané, and Laporte in total got me seven points. Um, oh, wow. Everyone's scoring for Spurs. Erickson just banged a nice volley. Um, oh, no. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who you have from Spurs. You're getting a return. Um, Hazard hit the post. Alonzo, I took a hit to bring in, hit the post. Couldn't keep a clean sheet. Uh my only two, re- well, three returns all came from Arsenal. Uh, I brought in, or no, excuse me, I didn't bring in. Uh, I had Obama Man and Klasenak, who Obama Man had two goals and Klasenak had an assist to him. So that was good. And then I brought in Fabianski, uh, who couldn't keep a clean against Watford. So, Oh, boy. Yeah. It That's was just pretty tough. It was bad. It was brutal. I mean, my team doesn't look bad. Uh, my team has like all greens next week, except for Wilson, who goes against Spurs. Um, so it's like my team looks good, set up great for next week. I just, I obviously need to adjust something. Um, I don't think I'm going to go crazy, but need to change some things. So. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know what to tell you. I, so, oh, FPL version did remind us. Um, don't forget to tell us your overall rank. So where where are you in your overall right now? I mean, without uh, like... I, I mean, I don't want to share that after this game week. I, I mean, I think last week we did share it. I was in... I was just above 200,000. Uh, now I am all the way up to 362,000. And it's going to keep dropping. Like, What's I'm your gonna be game up. week, right? Oh, game week. Um... I am currently 3.8 million nice. this week. Better than me. Yeah. It's better than me. Yeah. 
So what about you? Uh, well, my game week was an absolute mess. I said to my wife last night, she had to work all day. Oh, you're sniffly. Are you sick, buddy? I am I am sick. I'm we're trying gonna, to get have away a, from the mic when I do that. We're going to have a write-in now. Not, people are going to be yeah. mad about the sniffles. Um, four. <laughs> uh, so I told my wife last night, she had to work all day. She got home. She's like, how was your day? And of course, my response is, it was an absolute mess. Worst FPL week I've ever had. And her response was... You're being dramatic. You say that every week. And I said, no, I was mad. I was like, no, I do not. No, I do not. Do not say that every week. Uh, And she goes, well, then, you know, why do I always hear it from you? But statistically, this was the worst game week I have ever had. Uh, I am currently ranked 4.6 million for the game week. Um, And after the Kane goals, the Sun returns, the Erickson returns, I will drop again. Uh, so I'm guessing I'm going to finish just right around 5 million out of 6 million players. Um, I, it's an understatement to say I'm frustrated about it because if I just like read my team off to you, you'd be like, oh, that's a great team. So I will. Uh, in goal, I started Fabianski. My back line was Alonzo, Robertson, Laporte. Uh, and then through the midfield, Martial, Sané, Sterling, Hazard, Felipe Anderson. And then up top, Mitrovic and Wilson. Uh, I had two returns, Martial goal and a Robertson clean sheet, and that's it. So I'm super frustrated. Um, my predicted overall rank is actually only going to drop like about a thousand places at the moment. Um, oh, it looks like there was there another goal. Yeah, in the I was going to share. Uh, Siggy got a goal as well. The only good news for me is that Richarlison got the assist, so I did. I do now have four returns. So there oh we go. Oh my god. I don't have either of those players, and that will that means I am now knocked out of the cup. Uh, so that's Ooh. cool. Um, anyways, so yeah, I I had an off chance of like making it through in the cup despite my terrible game week. Um, but now it looks like let's see, yeah, it looks like I probably will not make it through. There's still like an off chance. It probably depends on how like bonus points are allotted we will see so we'll just have to hold and see on how that works because the person i'm going against somehow has a worse game week than i do and they actually have a pretty good team um anyways it's super frustrating but i guess it is what it is you just have to kind of like roll with the punches like i said and hopefully next game week will be a little bit better (sighs) yeah i hope so as well i I, it just makes me like want to revamp my team i mean don't we get the second wild card it just makes me want to just change everything that's how i feel right now i, I just know, but feel what, like a disappointment uh, but what would you really change you know like I, like how yeah, much how good... so think about it how much would you really tear it apart i know you're right like okay getting in maybe on spurs assets or arsenal more arsenal but you have obama man so you you can't who else are you going to get on that arsenal team uh spurs you also have cola right yeah so spurs yeah. is a tough one because kane's at such a high price point ali's playing a lot deeper son would be the guy you want but like in three game weeks right he's or four game weeks he's gone so i guess you could bring him in for four game weeks but you do risk then like if he maybe he gets rested once and then he's gone in four game weeks that's a pretty big risk in in my opinion I agree. Um, I think the main thing that I'm missing out on right now is I just need three Liverpool defenders. And it's like Trent was my guy. He was trickling in the point. Actually, more than trickling in, he was getting returns. Right. And with this injury, it's just 
crushed me because uh, they're just keeping cleans like it's their job. Yeah. So I think like I would literally start with three Liverpool players, maybe even consider Allison. I know we talked about how Fab's I think a fine choice. So I don't I don't know. I would have to like play with it, but. I think it's like Van Dyke is in, Robertson is in, and then can I do Lovren for now? Would I just go back to Trent for now? I don't know, but keeping yeah. cleans like it's your job, their job, Jake. That is their job. It is, is their the, job, yeah. but no one else can do it. Man City can't, Chelsea can't, yeah, true. Uh, Spurs can't, Arsenal can't. It, it really is just like Liverpool right now is the one top six side where their defense looks good you know they gave up some shots like don't get me wrong but they weren't like big chances so yeah oh my god this spurs everton result is not what i was was hoping okay anyways um emma fpl tweeted in marco or jake just deciding if indulging in a little is that schadenfreude is that how you say that right or empathy right so schadenfreude isn't that like like uh bragging or taking taking happiness and someone else's sorrow isn't that how that works yeah i I honestly i don't you don't know that word i don't know well i don't know that word yeah i'm very smart and you on the other hand not so much uh husband on 31 with richarlson to play small joy in a bad week yeah i mean i think i think if you have someone that you're close with you should be happy when they do bad you know that's what it's all about yeah i mean do do you feel that way about me do you like do you like to see when I struggle? I think it's like, for me, it's it's like 50-50. You know, like, like after you took your minus 80 and you were so far out of it, I was just like, <laughs> oh, like, I feel bad for Jake. You know, like, I, I yeah, kind of like was okay. Puppy. Yeah, yeah, but but like, if you would if you're close to me in your overall and we're like battling for a spot, like, yeah, I hope you have a terrible game week every week. Like, I would be so, if you were, if you were within 20 points of me, I would be crossing my fingers that you'd call me crying that your game week was so bad. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, the the big thing is, is I took that minus 80 for our friendship is really what <laughs> happened. So, yeah. Uh, well, friendship over. You suck. I don't care. <laughs> okay, uh, let's take a quick break. And then we have um, quite a few, actually, um, questions that people wrote in uh, for the upcoming game week here and the game week after. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Jake and I were just whining about this darn Everton Spurs result. It is very frustrating, but it is what it is. So we have a handful of questions from a lot of different people that we're going to get into. Um, I guess we'll start off with this first one from Alan Dyer. Uh, Alan says, we need this pod especially advice for players for the the new wild card, also the new template. So so for new players, uh, you will be granted a second wild card. I think it's after game week 19. So once we, we get through this next game week, you'll be granted your second wild card. Um, we will talk a little bit more specifically about wild, second wild card and chip strategy on the next pod next weekend. But uh, my advice to Alan is to hold your wild card for now. Don't don't use it the moment you get it. Um, there's kind of two two strategies to the the second wild card, the early strategy and the late strategy. I guess would be how I'd categorize the two. Um, the early strategy normally involves playing it like sometime 
maybe around like game week, I don't know, 24 or 25. Uh, and the late strategy, you play it super late in the season when there's some double game weeks. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the merits of those two. Jake, last year you played an earlier wild card, right? I did, yep. Yeah, and I played the late wild card. So we can talk in a little bit more detail. But for now, Alan, my suggestion is don't get too excited and just pull the trigger on that. Um, you're going to definitely want to kind of evaluate your team, evaluate fixtures, and think about that a little bit more. Uh, the use of that second wild card is, I I think, like really season-defining. Um, are you good with that, Jake? We'll maybe talk about it a little bit more in the next pod. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, news, just in Sun scored another goal, just so you know. Well, I am probably just going to jump out of my window right now i am done with this this is outrageous who assists yeah, i don't know if this is like an nba basketball game or if this is like soccer i'm i'm starting to get confused i have no idea very but. frustrating okay what can you do some people you know they just nail it both jim and nick in our in our little personal mini league have a uh, son don't they yeah, I do. Cool. Okay. Uh, the new template. Uh, I guess we talked a little bit about that on the pod. Um, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe like in a template. I think that there's players at certain times of the year that are maybe better to have on your team based off of team form. Um, I guess like a lot of people have been saying the template is broken. The template is broken. Uh, I, I think that there's just teams, different teams that are in different form right now. Um, and it's hard to ignore like the Liverpools and the the Chelsea's and uh, the cities of the world. But then you've got like Arsenal scoring a lot of goals, Spurs clearly scoring a lot of goals. So yeah, I, I don't know that there is a, a template. I never think that there really is. Um, but are there like teams that you think Jake are the teams to like really focus on right now? Yeah, we kind of talked about this like. Sp- Spurs and Man United just have a good run of fixtures, so having those players right now is a is a good idea. Um, I think I was avoiding Man United because of their whole managerial issues, and we know these teams get bumps when new managers come in. I mean, look at Southampton; yeah. they're playing a lot better. Look at Man United; they're gonna they're gonna play a lot better these next few games, and it really it really suits the the schedule because they also have easy fixtures. So if they put three or four past teams, yeah. Yeah. I definitely want Martial and Rashford, which I know were big questions last week. And we said, Hey, let's wait and see. Well, I think we have our answer now. It's just hard because you can't, you can't bring in all those players at once unless I take another minus 80. So <laughs> that's true. Okay. Uh, so Virgin asks a uh, kind of a good question here, just on that topic of like Arsenal, for example. Abba is the top scorer in the league with twelve goals, one more than Salah. Is Marco going to flip flop on his no premium forwards position? Is it okay? Oh, and then he has a second part of the question. So I'll answer that question. Um, most of the year, I have been pretty pro no premium forward, um, and just the reason for that is the the value that comes in that position. Um, they don't score or don't receive as many points for goals scored. Um, and there's just been so many wingers, like especially last year and this year, that are categorized as midfielders that are playing basically in forward positions like Salah and Hazard and Sterling, even Sané at times. Uh, so 
you know, I, I don't know that I necessarily want to flip-flop. I mean, Obama, Obama man has 113 total points right now, um, and he costs 11.5. Uh, Sterling's at 11.6 with 114 points, Hazard at 11.0 with 118, and Salah at 13.1 at 125. Uh, if you can fit Obama man into your team, I'm, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just, in my opinion i just think that i would rather put that money into midfield players that said he has been very good lately um you know arsenal are looking much much better uh as the arsenal fan jake you have obamiang i do but i actually am more in line with your thinking that you know he did like lest we forget two weeks not have or he had an uh an assist and no goal so it's it's not like an every week thing with forwards and again if you look at the dream team this week all the midfielders scored uh 13 or more points and sun is now going to be above 13 as well so (laughs) that's numerous midfielders that still outscored uh obama man and are much cheaper I mean, the only one that's expensive is Sala, who scored 12 points. So, uh, again, it's like you don't have to have a forward like that in your team for most weeks. You can go with guys like Jimenez, uh, Rondon, Ings, and yeah, they're they're not going to score certain game weeks, but neither, neither does Obama, man. So, I, I'm looking to get him out to free up more funds to increase my back line, uh, strengthen it for the upcoming game weeks after this kind of crazy run of fixtures as well. Yeah, Virgin follows up the question then with something that you're kind of touching on. Is it okay to get carried away with Man United players? If you could only pick one for your team, who would it be? Um, I'll just kind of start quickly. You know, last week we had kind of preached caution, and I know that some people um, jumped on United players anyways. So I, I dropped Salah last week. I guess I didn't talk about that really. Uh, because one of the big pieces of advice that we've been giving people during the Festivus period is to make sure that you have a strong bench because there's going to be rotation. And the only way I could really manage that was to drop Salah. Now, obviously that did not play out the way I had planned. I dropped Salah, I brought Sana in, and then I had about seven and a half million to spend. And I, I, did not want to go to Martial, uh, but it was about the only player in that price bracket that I had any, even an inkling of interest in. So I brought him in. It, um, it worked out fine, but I'm nervous about that pick, to be completely honest. Um, I don't know what that team's going to look like when Lukaku gets back. He's He's gone this game week and the next game week um, because of, I think, like a family issue or something. Um I'm very nervous about how that team's going to look when he comes back in, uh, what their structure is going to look like. Um, you know, the manager has said, Ole, right? Isn't that his name? Uh, he yeah. has said that all the players are going to get a chance. And so that, to me, kind of sounds like rotation. To say that it's, is it okay to get carried away with Man United players? I mean, what does that mean? Are you going to bring in one? I wouldn't bring in three. But if you had two on your team, I, I think that's just fine. If I was just going to pick one, ah, that's tough. Maybe Martial, but also maybe Rashford, right? What is he at, like seven? I'm I'm leaning toward Rashford. Yeah. He's, he's a little bit pricier of a forward, the high sevens, I think. Um, so he's kind of a mid-range forward. But again, I think you hit the nail on the head with 
what happens with Lukaku? Like, I love Rashford and Martial. Have Had I known Lukaku would, again, not be playing because of whatever, like, you know, family issues or injury. Yeah, I wouldn't say wait. I would say, yes, you need a Man United player because this team, that team seems better almost without him. Uh, I guess that's not as a big of a surprise as... You know, some people may think if you've ever listened to our pod before. So yeah, we're kind of Lukaku haters. I loved him when he was at Everton. He's just been he's been so bad for United the entire time. Um, but anyways, okay, so let's keep moving then. FPL knee jerk: Should we hold Wilson with the rumors of a move to Chelsea? I own Fraser and plan to sell, but holding Wilson for the time being. So there there has been this rumor popped up that Chelsea's interested in signing another striker. Um, I don't know if that means Morata is going to be on the way out. I don't know if Sarri just maybe just doesn't like Giroud. I don't know what's going on there. But anyways, there's some rumors there. Um, And Wilson is kind of on deck as like a potential striker that could move. I, I never know how to handle the whole rumor thing. Like that's not a reason to move a player, a rumor like that. Um, The thing is, Wilson does have some tough fixtures coming up. We talked about him a little bit earlier you know, with players like Jimenez and Ings performing well, if you're nervous about Wilson possibly getting a move or, you know, or, or possibly not playing well, it's not a bad move to to dump him. You know, statistically, he's been okay. He hasn't had as many shots as he normally does in the last couple game weeks. Um, Jake alluded to it earlier. For a player that's super uh, athletic and, you know, in the striker position, it's hard sometimes when you have a, some time off because of an injury to come back and play at a high level. Yeah, I agree with everything there. The The one thing that's interesting, though, is are Spurs and Man United terrible fixtures? They're away. Like, Spurs is away. Um, oh, they're both away. So that's a little bit worse. Yeah. I will say that. But those teams have still been giving up goals. So I, I'm... I don't think I'm going to rush him out of my team. I think I'm going to try to, I know this kind of goes later where we talk about our plan, but I think I'm going to try to hold. Um, so I have two frees to decide what to do, you know, the next game week. So, yeah. uh, okay. Bobby love is Jake actually a vet or does he fist animals because that's how he smuggles his cocaine. Wow. That's a good question. <laughs> that is you're super sniffly today too. So I'm going to go with, the latter on that one yeah that's that's fair i guess i'm gonna keep bobby love guessing so yeah. yeah well bobby love loves you we all know that so yeah would he still love me if he knew i did that i Is think that that's like funny? a reason that he'd like you more he seems like oh, okay. right like can you imagine like bobby love lives on the top penthouse suite and does loads of cocaine for fun yeah you know lavish parties every weekend yeah i could see it i kind of imagine now i'm starting to imagine bobby love kind of as like wolf of wall street that's what i imagine him being (laughs) oh gosh yeah okay looking at he also says he has a real question looking at a third non-premium defender to rotate with awb and dordry uh when needed was going to be schindler anyone else worth considering uh you talked about this on last week's pod, didn't you? Like kind of uh, like budget priced players uh, in yeah. the defender category. Yeah, but I think I think the whole first part of my answer was stay away is correct, right? Like we just saw West Ham give up two away goals to Watford, and I don't think Huddersfield kept it clean. Uh, I don't even know. 
They, no, they got smashed, didn't they? Didn't they give up like four goals to someone? Yeah. Um, so it's like, no, I don't. I don't think there is anyone in that price range that's good. I think, I think Kalasinac is a very good option, or like a a Dignier, uh, Dignier for Everton. Um, they're both five mil, and they both get attacking returns, and and their teams are higher up in the table, so that they may steal a clean here or there, but. Uh, by no means are those two teams solid in the back defensively either. So you get what you pay for in the defense this year, I feel. Yeah. If that makes sense. So. Okay. Uh, I Yeah, I don't disagree. Uh, it's been tough lately with, like, Alonzo, for example. It's been hard to, like, keep the faith with him. I'm going to keep holding. He's hit the post uh, two of the last three game weeks. He's in a lot of attacking positions. It does seem like kind of bad luck, um, but it's just how it goes sometimes. I do think Chelsea's defense is overall closer to like Liverpool status as well. I, I, if I had to pick another team that defensively is a little bit more solid in the Premier League, right now I would have Chelsea as probably number two. So it's yeah. not like... It's not like Leicester are a bad team. They've they've been underperforming, but they gave up one goal. Like they didn't give up loads of chances or anything. So, yeah. okay, uh, we talked two point mad. Oh, Asta, God, oh, Kane you just scored. Who did? Kane from an assist. I son. hate my life so <laughs> much. It just keeps coming. It's getting worse. Uh, We're just gonna me. stop the pot. <laughs> oh God, stop the pot. I can't. Uh, okay, I'm trying not to be mad. Um, this is just so terrible. Uh, okay, anyways, um, Garf said Sane did not pass the eye test today and will probably not play Boxing Day. Possibly, we don't know what that rotation's look, looking like. Is it an easy move for like Sane to Pogs? Um, Two point Matto also kind of asked with the pep rotation, no clean sheet and Palace victory. Our city assets too much of a problem to be in our squad. And we talked about that kind of in the first half. Um, I don't know. I Do you like Pogba out of that group? I don't I don't know. I mean, he did have three assists, which is attractive. And he was playing in kind of a free role. His price is not bad. Um, I, ah, man, I don't know. Like I said, I'm just, I'm really wary with the United assets at the moment, just because I don't know what it's going to look like. But Ole did say that he likes Pogba a lot. I think Pogba, of all the players that we've talked about, probably is the most nailed to play every single game week. So it, with that in mind, I think that he's a pretty a pretty safe pick. If you're going, you know, safe, you want to make sure you're in that United attack and have a player that's going to play every week. I think Pogba is a good choice. I don't know, though, that I would move Sané to him. I'm not sure yet. I, If Sané has two rough game weeks in a row, or if he doesn't play this next game week for sure, uh, then I would definitely be looking at it. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm at an absolute loss right now with what exactly to do um, with the city assets. Yeah, I I don't know either. I, I'm Again, I'm going to hold. I'm going to give him a, another chance. He hit the post as well, so, like... Again, sometimes you just miss by inches in this game. Yeah, so. it is. A, it's fine margins, right? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine margins. So, okay. uh, Emma says, watch the Chelsea game. Hazard, pretty good. Pedro, dreadful. Should Madison Lester be back in our teams? So maybe she has Pedro dropping for Maddo. Jake, you love Maddo. 
I love Maddo. I think for that, yes, I think Maddo's a nailed option in that team. They don't have to worry about playing in Europa or Champions League. So I think Maddo is still an interesting choice. They're just not a team that's going to put a ton of goals past, it seems right now, but that could change. So yeah, for the, for those players, I would switch, yes. Yeah. Okay, um, the last couple of questions we actually already answered. I forgot to slide them up with the other ones. Uh, Jim had talked about asking about Lingard or Martial. Um, he also said, should I just douse myself in petrol and have a cigar? That's uh, kind of where I'm at right now, yeah. so I would say yes. I mean, I can't really condone that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you kind of can, you know? I yeah, I can, I guess. Right, like you kind of can be like, yeah, just go for it, Jim. At this point, your team is done. Um, yeah. And then Brad Francis also just was asking about Colin Wilson, uh, and so we kind of chatted about him. So my bad, I, I meant to slide those up. Um, who are you thinking about captaining this next game week? Yeah. Um, it's such a bad week. I just don't even want to think about it yet. I know. So that's what one thing I was just going to say is like, this can be. So when I talk about like, I've talked earlier in the year about this idea of like stamina, right? The game is if you if you spend a lot of time on the game, reading stats, interacting with the community, making a damn podcast, uh, it can be really wearing, like mentally and emotionally, because you you just really, especially when you're creating content, like as content creators, Jake and I really want to do well because you know we share like where we're at with you know I don't know five six seven hundred people that listen to the pod every week, and then I interact with couple thousand people on Twitter and you know so it's like you, you do want to do well it's it can be really wearing and and so I do want to just comment for a moment on like stamina and for a lot of people they can become broken down kind of like this where they're just like I don't even want to look at my team um, and sometimes it is good to take like a couple days off um, but it's hard during this festive period right because you have to make your picks really fast yeah I, I think it's going to be a tough game week because my whole team is is away from home next week. Oof, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that before. Literally, my entire starting lineup is away from home. I have two bench players that are home. Are home. It's six. It's Isaac Success and uh, Obi Wan Basaka. So <laughs> it's a little scary, I guess. Probably hazard against Watford. I'm hoping he plays another like 80 minutes. Um, Chelsea still are pretty good. I, I don't think it would be wrong to go with Sterling or Sané. I just am worried about rest in those guys. So mm-hmm. I may consider even just moving one of those players out to a Man United player. But that's a or um yeah or to to maybe Sun and maybe consider captaining one of those guys against Bournemouth and that, but they could be rotated as well. So it's a really difficult question. I'm going to have to think about it before I say yes, this guy for sure. Yeah, I you know, like if you have Salah, I think he could be a good pick at home, obviously, against Newcastle. Um, there is a chance that he could get rotated. I don't, I mean, Klopp, that's the one, and I said this on the pod last week, and then I was kind of feeling bad about making my transfer. You know, Klopp does ride Salah super hard, and that's like a, a good thing as an FPL manager because you know that he's going to get playing time every single week. Whereas like with Pep, you have city players that Pep is completely okay with just constantly rotating. 
So another thing to kind of, I mean, obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, but um, you know, Salah could be a good pick. I do think like a United pick could be good. I don't know which player for sure. I mean, you know, I I like the idea of Martial or Rashford. A little little less attracted to like Lingard. I feel like, and I, this is just complete guesswork, but I feel like he's the player that would be left out. Like if a player was going to be rotated and maybe it could be Marshall or Rashford too. I don't, I don't really know. I'm just guessing. Um, and then obviously Aubameyang could be a fine pick. A Spurs asset could be a great pick at home against Bournemouth, uh, Kane or somebody like that. So anyways, yeah, I think if you have Kane, you go Kane. I do. I do think that's a good choice. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think he's probably the best pick. What, um, I guess just kind of end of the pod here. What are you going to do this week? Have you thought about it? Or are you, th- you just thinking you're going to try to hold and then kind of reassess? I think I'm going to hold. Cause I hate, I've, I've been burned on this in the past and I'm trying to be better about it. But when there's so much, uh, so many fixtures in such a short amount of time, I'll, I'll make a transfer and the, the player won't even play. So it's like, why bother doing it right now? Why not just hold? I mean, it could happen again, but um, I think I'm going to hold and then maybe next week consider dropping uh, Obama man when he goes against away at Liverpool or or trying to free up funds somewhere else. Um, it's a little bit tricky, but that's probably going to be like more my long-term plan. So yeah, I like that. I so I'm in the exact same boat. I mean, I'm looking at my team, decent matchups like across the board. That's how it was this week, though, too. Uh, so it, it's very easy to be like, I just want to tear it all up and start over. But uh, I'm not going to do that. I think I'm just going to hold. I'm I am also in the the same kind of thought process that I'm nervous to make a transfer for somebody um, because I just have. Ah, I just do not have a good idea about like who's playing and who's not. So like, it's really easy at this point, especially after such a shitty game week to start chasing points. And like, I want to get sun in my team. I want to get Kane in my, whatever, you know, like, but I'm not going to do that. I think I'm just going to hold and kind of figure out what's going on here. Um, and try to try to stay the course. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good plan. Oh my God. I hate everything. I am out of the cup, by the way. That's that's it. Yeah. yeah. Well, we can watch uh, vicariously through uh, Nick. Nick should still be doing well. So yeah, I think he's gonna, he might be out too. I haven't looked yet. Okay. Even even with Son and Kane doing what they're doing today, I feel like he's got to catch them. We'll have to look. All right. All right. Uh, so where should people follow us, Jake? Get in touch. Uh, they can follow us on uh, Instagram at. Uh, dive FPL, or excuse me, the art of the dive for Instagram. Oh my god, I can't even do this right this week. Uh, they can follow us on Twitter at dive FPL, and then they can also check us out online at divefpl.com. Also, check us out on Facebook. Yeah, and you can, we want some ideas for the, uh, for the halfway point of the year award. So, send those in either via email, uh, the art of the dive at email.com. Uh, you can go to our website that Jake said, and there's a contact form, or you can uh, go to Twitter to do that. And then just make sure to download, follow, subscribe, uh, you know, things like that. iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, blah, blah, blah. Anywhere there are podcasts, we're basically there. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Calamity of the Game with Jake. Uh, we should probably just wrap this up and be done, huh? Yep, I agree. Let's get out of here. All right, I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should dive. <laughs>